Michelle Constant on SAFM. So if you're one of those people who, uh, as the seasons change, pollen in the air drives you mad, you sniff, you rub your nose, you go mad. Well, there's one good thing about pollen that you can think about. There's many good things about pollen that you can think about. But this is a story that may interest you. Ancient pollen grains, which come from plants and are dating back to thousands of years, are actually helping scientists to shed light not just on our past, but also on future climates. And this seems to be something we should really think about. We're going to go into COP26 next week. People are waving red flags and saying that we don't have uh, 50 years. We have 10 and that temperatures are going up by at least 2 degrees if we cannot make a difference. So how can pollen help us? On the line is Professor Johnny Peter. He's the unit head and he also serves as head of division of allergology, I don't even know how to say that, allergology, allergology. He's the head of the Division of Allergology and Clinical Immunology at Grotesque. Prof, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's, it's a bit of a mouthful. I just, I just say allergy. That's a, that's a simple way around it. So, but, but there's allergy and there's allergology. Allergology is the study uh, of allergy. <laughs> yeah. You can you can make in that's the thing about medicine you can just take any simple term and make it sort of ancient Greek and it's, uh, it sounds like you know <laughs> more difficult for people to pronounce. So <laughs> let's just remember that allergology is when the study of allergies and I'm sure many of us uh, know that feeling for sure. Prof, this research that's being done by a whole team of you is really quite fascinating because it does talk to future climates and this is something that's obviously in the news we're worried about it. How on earth can pollen and our allergies tell us the story of the future? So that's a, it's a really cool uh, overall project. Uh, we've called it the South African Pollen Monitoring Network. And my actual role is, comes exactly from what you were talking about earlier, right? I'm interested in patients today, uh, what they suffer with, which allergies they have, and what's driving their allergies, and also how that's changing over time. Um, and when I was putting this project together, I met some really great academics uh, within our university structures. So uh, a colleague from you know, Nelson Mandela University, Lynn Quick, uh, Trevor, Trevor Hill and Gemma Finch from KZN and also Frank Newman from uh, the Ritz University. And what they, what I found, actually they taught me this, which is that one of the main uses to date of pollen is in paleoecology. And so pollen's got two very distinct qualities. So the first is that it's got a very unique shape. So you can identify what plant it comes from. So if you take it and you look at it under the microscope, you can uh, look at its different characteristics and you can say, okay, it comes from a mulberry tree or it comes from a cypress tree or some grass or something like that. Yeah. And that's what we actually do in the, in the day-to-day monitoring to help patients, right, to see what they're allergic to. But what's also unique about pollen is it's incredibly uh, strong. So its outer layer, it's got of something called sporopollenin. And this, this substance is incredibly chemically stable and resistant to microbial decay. Yeah. And what that means, uh, in fact, they call it, in paleoecologists call it the diamond of the pollen world because it's so strong. Um, and what this allows you to do is to essentially dig it up from like uh, all from the, the soil, like the Earth's crust in a sense, where previous environments like lakes and things were, and where other things would have been destroyed, you can dig it up in a core, like these long cores they take, yes. and then you can identify the plants, and then you can use carbon dating to work out where, when in sort of time these pollens were. 
And what this allows really to do is you can create, you can reconstruct ancient environments. Wow. And so you can tell, you know, this is a species or this, this area was forested previously. And now look at the area now. It's a drier kind of fainbos area. So it helps you really to, to get a long kind of ecological lens on things. And that's particularly unique because, you know, unfortunately with climate change, one, one of the things you really need to have is a sort of long lens because the small fluctuations of the weather might change things season to season. But over time, you can start to really see what impacts the slow rise in temperature or the change in uh, environmental atmospheric CO2 is, you know, you can make those kinds of uh, comments. So basically, to, to simplify, what's happening is you discover the pollen, say, as you said, of a mulberry tree, but it may not be a mulberry tree that we know from the present, but it's the pollen of a plant from thousands and thousands of years ago. You look at it and you're then able to say, okay, this is the kind of landscape that was there then during that climate. And if we go into that type of climate, these are the kinds of trees and plants that we may have as we move forward. Yeah, or we can also identify, so we can say that, you know, um, mulberry trees have actually been around in this area for thousands of years, or they were here in thousands of years ago and now they're not here. Yeah. Um, so that's how the landscape is, uh, has changed. And, you know, we, we are noticing it evening on a smaller scale. And it's one of the reasons why we've been uh, trying to, you know, continue to raise the funds necessary to do real world pollen monitoring now across South Africa, like in year on year, is because in the northern hemisphere, for instance, there's also good data um, on how climate change has started to affect allergenic pollen. And one of the examples is that exactly what we're talking about now, but just on an even smaller time scale, is that over decades, seen is there's a there's a plant called rag. I'm going to just is, ask you. I think I might need to ask you to stand still or not move around. Um, we just oh, losing sorry. you a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Go for it. Yeah, I was just saying that that there's a plant called ragweed, which is a very nasty allergen. Yes. And what's happened is with uh, even three decades of slow temperature rise is you've seen this ambrosia species migrate north in Europe into areas that it wasn't previously found. And that is driving people to get new allergies to it. So, so this has got real health impact as well. It's, it's absolutely um, fascinating to think that this is uh, what we're doing. And I also think, if I think about South Africa, we have so many biodiverse uh, spaces and biodiversity hubs, if we want to call them. Are we able to see differences even within those spaces. So it's not just the country, but it's within certain regions as well. Well, yes. If you take this sort of uh, paleoecologic deep time lens, what you can actually see is that some of our bioclimatic niches are completely changing. So if you look in the Drakensberg, uh, the Drakensberg uh, used to have uh, much more grassland and um, also forest in certain areas. Yeah. And that now uh, looks totally different to what it looked 5,000 years ago. Um, and so, and so we, we definitely, unfortunately, unfortunately, we've seen changes, yeah. Okay, so we've learned that allergology is about the study of allergies. What is paleoecologic? <laughs> Let's just, uh, for all our listeners, because we like to learn something new every show. Paleo- exactly, so paleo means the fossil, paleo yeah. is fossil, and ec- ecology means the study of environments. So, so paleoecology is to use fossils to study the environment, essentially. So there we go. We learn something new every time we do this show, and that's what we like about it. 
Professor Johnny Peter, he is the unit head. He also serves as the head of the Division of Allergology and Clinical Immunology at Grotesque. Fascinating stuff. Just looking at ancient pollen grains to try and understand where our climate is moving further.